Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selected Bet and I'm joined for a Christmas edition of the podcast by Greg Brown. How's it going, Greg? Good evening, yeah, I'm good, thank you, I'm good. Well set for the festivities? Um, pretty much. Uh, there won't be much wrapping getting done tomorrow. It's a boys' day out starting at one o'clock tomorrow in Perth, so... Um, I best get anything done before then. <laughs> I hope I hope Santa sobers up before Sunday. That's all. <laughs> so, I can so, say. so do I. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a busy uh, couple of days, I suppose, from a football point of view. We're obviously going to focus on the podcast on the Scottish games. A lot of games being played on Friday evening, so we've managed to squeeze in this very quick podcast. Uh, and there's a handful of games on Saturday as well. Yeah, it's a it's a cracking card this weekend, and it's great to have those Friday night matches tomorrow which I'm looking forward to across all the weeks, but it will certainly make my um, Friday night drinks a bit more entertaining, uh, especially if, if they win. And I think we've got quite a big interest in the championship this weekend, yeah. which has been a good league for us, to be fair. A tough league to bet on in terms of picking a winner outright, in terms of win-draw-win market, but... In terms of goals and stuff like that, it's been a good league to back. Yeah, and I think in terms of the tips that you're looking at this weekend, we might as well jump straight to the Championship this weekend. There's not much to catch you in the Premiership. No, I think it's a really difficult card this weekend in the Scottish Premiership. Obviously, two games tomorrow night. Um, Ross County hosts Rangers. Uh, Rangers fresh from that quite incredible two last-minute goals. Yeah. And I say, I say last minute, we're talking 94-95. <laughs> Aberdeen yeah. fans would have been absolutely sickened by that. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to, to draw was bad enough, but to then lose the match to two really scrappy goals, massive for the Rangers, but Aberdeen will be bitterly, bitterly disappointed from that. Then you've got Motherwell Kilmarnock. Neither side has... Well, Motherwell haven't played. Didn't play last week. Their match no. was called off yeah. against um, St Mirren. Uh, Kilmarnock were quite comprehensively beaten by Hearts at Tynecastle. Mm-hmm. So, again, 21-20 for Motherwell. Kilmarnock, as we've said before in the podcast, I think they've mentioned it last week, Kilmarnock have the worst away record in the league. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've picked up a single point, or just one point, I think, two, on the road. Uh, well, I don't know. I think they've only scored two goals away from one. I know that much. That's <laughs> even, but... <laughs> the worst away form in the league. Yeah. Could not be touching Kilmarnock. Motherwell... Worst home record, just... Motherwell. Yeah, so yeah. Some, something's going again. <laughs> we draw. Yeah. So again, I'm not going to try and pick anything from those two games um, tomorrow night. Moving into Saturday, Celtic one to nine against Inform St Johnston, uh, and I say Inform because they absolutely are. Um, yeah, four wins, say, two draws. They are unbeaten since the end of October. Oh, that was months ago. <laughs> Let's forget. There's been a World Cup in between. <laughs> Uh, but it is actually six without defeat for St John's. It's tremendous. Not many teams team. in the league are going to go six games unbeaten. And I mean, I, tr- I truly mean that. Obviously, the top two will. Maybe Aberdeen Hearts might manage it. Hibs to get their act together. But it's really difficult to go that many games unbeaten in this league. Very it's, competitive. It's been a cracking turnaround by Callum Davidson because there were a few... Um, a few voices of dissent earlier in the season. And there were. Uh, I, I was on the fence still. I, I didn't publicly say time for Calm to go. I was just gauging interest from other fans on social media and guys that I go to the games with. But it was definitely a split view about two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to credit Calm Davison and his, and his backroom staff. What t- and the players, to be fair. They've totally turned it around. They are 13 points ahead of Dundee United already. Uh, and that, for me, we won't go down this season. 
I suppose the question is what's changed and can they go and get a result at Celtic Park at 18 to 1? Well, Celtic seem to be huffing and puffing at the moment. Mm-hmm. A lot of close games, two ones, needing a lot of late goals across a lot of their games recently. I think I read a stat they've picked up something like 15 points by scoring goals in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, good teams do that. Totally get that. But there's also a bit of luck at the same time involved, especially when you're scoring goals in, in the last minute. I still go back to that St Johnston match in Perth when Celtic scored with the last kick of the game. Yeah. Uh, still sickens me. But 18 to 1 for St Johnston, I don't think there'll be any backers for that. I don't think, despite the good form that we're in, Celtic are a winning machine. Regardless of how they play, they still get the job done. Mm-hmm. So there's probably some angles here, possibly on Celtic corners, maybe. Uh, first half corners, and that's a, a market we've highlighted quite a few times this season. Yeah, it's certainly a market to be on. Uh, what days I still stayed last night <laughs> uh, when they were at home. I think they'd raced into a 8-1 corner lead within 35 minutes, but then only won another two thereafter. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing. Only finished, I think, 10-1 in the end for Celtic. I, I watched the highlights and I watched the goals. Um, got to give, again, Livingston, as we said last week on last week's podcast, having a very good season, a very, very decent side, hard to beat, and again, was proving the case last night. Yeah, we'll come on to them shortly. Um, that uh, We were talking pre-podcast there just about the Celtic corners market. Celtic were minus seven on the corner handicap last night, which, to be fair... Uh, would have landed there minus seven again this weekend at just 11 to 10 and it's just not a bet you can get on board with I don't even like doing minus one minus <laughs> two never mind minus seven so not a market I'll be getting involved in um, I obviously they did land last night but yes not not for me yeah I think probably corners might be the best angle to get a wee bit of value out of that game um, we'll touch on Hibs v Livingston Hibs just won one in eight Greg, they've lost their oh, last... Oh, no, let's, let's shift it around. Let's call it seven defeats in eight. Okay. That, that, seems, that seems a lot better. <laughs> uh, they've actually lost their last four meetings with Livingston as well. Hibs have got Celtic coming up in midweek, and then they've got the Edinburgh Derby, and this one definitely falls into the must-win category for manager Lee Johnson. Massive. Absolutely massive. If Hibs don't win this match, Hibs fans are not going to be happy. They're not happy as it currently stands. But if I was a Hibs fan, and this is no disrespect to Livingston, because Hibs could be playing St Johnston a couple of months ago. If I was a Hibs fan, you'd be expecting Hibs to win, mm-hmm. but five to six. Yeah. How what's many it, times do we have to say What's the golden rule of the podcast? <laughs> the golden rule is episode 305 or whatever it is, two and a half years, no, three and a half years doing the podcast, you do not back Hibs at home in this sort of form at odds on. No. And the odds on against a, a very good Livingston side who's having a very good season. Uh, they may very well win this match, Hibs. They have to get a win here, but I wouldn't be touching Hibs with stolen money. Yeah, I mean, the table tells you that Livingston are just a better side at the moment. So <laughs> they are. Think, they absolutely are. I think that 23 on Livingston is an absolute standout price at this weekend. And again, Hibs haven't played since they... Well, they played once. That was a, a defeat at Ibrox um, last week. So they've had a, a lot of time to think about that match, despite going 2-1 up. Um I'm not saying it was a free hit at Ibrox, but it tends to be the case for Hibs and other sides in the league. It's kind of damage limitation and you try and put in a good performance. So they lost that game narrowly, but this is a gargantuan game for Hibs and they have to get a win here. But I I would not be touching Hibs at that price. Possibly an angle in corners for Hibs, who have been very good to us this season in corners and maybe some Livingston cards. So probably a bet builder option there as well. 
Yeah. Uh, elsewhere on Saturday, we've got St Mirren v Aberdeen. We've discussed many times Aberdeen's poor home form, just two wins away from home. That's just no good enough for a team that wants to finish third on the table. Away from. Yeah, that's your yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah their away form is absolutely uh, dire, isn't it? We've been highlighting it for seasons now, Aberdeen's away form. They are 6-4 to four against St Mirren. St Mirren's home form hasn't been great this season either. So well, again, you say that, they've only been beaten once. I think they've had a wee dip recently, but... Yeah, I just, I 95 for St Mirren's not, not the worst of prices. No, I've been looking for a bit more than 6-4 to four in Aberdeen, Absolutely. especially off the back of two really tough games against Celtic and Rangers. Mm-hmm. Not very good away form. Um, I think Aberdeen have sold out the away end, so there'll be 1,600 Aberdeen fans in this game. Should be a good atmosphere. But nothing for me here in, in terms of this match. Yep, and the last game that we've not touched on yet in the Premiership is Indian United at home to Hearts. Hearts, again, a very good record against Indian United. They've scored 16 in their last five against United, um, winning four of those and drawing the others. Hearts kind of flirted a wee bit with the bottom half of the table, Greg, but they seem to be getting back on track. They're now just one point behind Aberdeen, who are in third, and they've got a game in hand in the Dons as well. So I think they'll probably start to make a push now for that third place. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating who comes um, best of the rest. Obviously. Aberdeen Hearts are the, the two clubs you'd expect to finish third and fourth and it's a who's who below that to who's going to finish fifth mm-hmm. but Hearts, as we, I think we all said Hearts would struggle to manage European football Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday and they've obviously had a lot of injuries as well but that's clearing up no more European football and I think you said in the podcast last week despite Kilmarnock's excellent record at Tynecastle Hearts to win in the match I think 4-5 to five was probably quite a strong shout yeah, and yeah. they are five to four at United. <sighs> five to four, it's probably a fair price. Um, given Dundee United's woes this season, just twelve points of sixteen games, minus fourteen goal difference. Yeah, but to be fair, um, nine, nine of those were against Celtic. But that's put them a point down almost. That goal difference for United, yeah, um, yeah. which doesn't help. Again, I think it should be a cracking game this one. United obviously haven't played either in five weeks. Hearts got out last weekend against Kilmarnock and won well, so should be a fascinating game. Could be a corners angle here, but there'll be definitely be something on the channel from the Premiership this weekend. I'm just still deciding what that's going to be. Yeah, I just before we spoke there, I thought the five to four and Hearts actually looked pretty decent. And the United have won just one in seven, but when you put it into the perspective of getting the forty-five on Hearts at home against Kelly last week, I'd much rather have been on that forty-five last week than the 5-4 to four this week. Yeah, definitely. Given it's away from home as well, and I'm still, I would say Judy's out still as well on Hearts' away form. Hmm. I think 5-4 to four is just a little bit skinny. Um, and I'm unsure of what state United are going to be in for this game. And it's, getting, I'm, it's not must-win territory, but United are in real danger of really being isolated at the bottom end of that table alongside possibly Ross County and Kilmarnock. Hmm. Okay. Just before we finish up on the Premiership, I want to just circle back a wee bit on that Ross County v Rangers game. A wee start that I thought was worth repeating. It's just the number of goals that Rangers have scored against Ross County recently. They've hit four, five, four, four, three, four and four in their last seven meetings to average four goals per game against Ross County. Uh, a three to one to hit over three and a half on Friday night and just 65 to hit over two and a half. And to be honest, the way they're defending, they may have to score over two and a half to win their three points. Well, yeah, uh, back-to-back, 3-2 wins. A win's a win, but you're not expecting Rangers to concede two goals against Hibs and two goals away to Aberdeen. 
Ross County, obviously last weekend, they'll be disappointed to have gone one up at home to St. Johnston. A man sent off and St. Johnston will come back and win that match 2-1. So I, I don't I don't see Rangers slipping up here at 1-3 to win the match. But as you say, goals could be a good angle here. Yeah. OK, as you say, you'll have a closer look at the Premiership matches on Friday. Um, but we're ahead of the game in terms of the Championship, Greg, and you're loving the look of this weekend's card. I do, I really am looking forward to this weekend's card and there's matches that we identified start of the week actually, probably Sunday morning um, that's when I start looking towards the, the, the next weekend for a couple of reasons, number one to to see what's out there in terms of who's playing who but ultimately trying to get best price and yeah. I think we, we beat the price most weeks on our Scottish tips um, yeah. that are posted on a Sunday and a Monday um, Match the day anyway at Somerset Park AFV yep. Dungeon United. We've got five games tomorrow night, a full card in the Championship. This is Max Wait, 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 wait. Dundee. Come on, we're better than that. What did I say? Dundee United. <laughs> That's one each in terms of slicker. <laughs> <laughs> so, match of the day at Somerset Park. Um, top of the table clash. Probably match of the season, you could say, given where both teams are at. Yeah, Air, yeah. a massive surprise package this season, as we said last week. And they went down 3-2 away to Thistle. Again, another Air United match, another goal bonanza. Yeah. Um, you can't keep conceding two or three goals every game and expect to win the league. It's just two clean sheets now in 17 for Air. I, I don't think any team has been promoted with those sort of stats. You're going to have to score three or four goals a game to win matches. And they're playing a Dundee side who are in very, very good shape coming into this. In fine form, Dundee, five wins and three draws in their last eight. There was a bit of pressure on Gary Boyer maybe a month or so ago, mm-hmm. but they've, they've, turned, they've come over that and they are looking like a side that is going to go to the top of the league, I would say, in my opinion. And I know I've put that on the channel already in terms of Dundee winning the championship at, I think, a best place, 7-4. to four. That's been backed in now to 5-4. to four, And I think they're just best equipped given who's in the league and squad and all that sort of stuff, I, I do think Dundee will do what Kamarnik done last season and just get over the line. And they've got an opportunity here to, to take overtake here yeah. uh, tomorrow night. Akinyemi, probably player of the season what in Scotland. Yeah. He, he really is. He's got a wonder goal last week mm-hmm. for for Air, uh, for Hill. Absolutely sensational goal. Beat a few players cut in and a rocket straight into the top corner. He They would do well to keep him in, in January, yeah, January, but yeah. he's been the standout player in the championship. And you'd have to say one of the standout players in Scotland so far this season. They'll need him at his best. Obviously, as I said before, Ayr don't keep many clean sheets. Fully expecting Dundee to score tomorrow night. Fully expecting them to score. Ayr are a threat going forward. So both teams to score look strong. And I think when you've got both teams who can score goals but concede goals, I think the over 2.5 goal line is 17 to 20, and that is this weekend's Scottish nap. Yeah, I think the fact that Dundee can go top of the league could be quite significant. I think it's potentially once they get there, they might not look back, Greg. Well, hopefully, as far as your bet's concerned. Well, yeah, in terms of how my bet's concerned, yeah, I don't think they will look back. It is a very competitive league. I just think there's a couple of sides probably just don't have enough about them to last the full season mm-hmm. I think Morton's one of them um, Queen's Park's very interesting they're having a brilliant season Queen's Park but there's a few sides who you can't discount yet I think that was a massive win for Thistle last week they're yeah, still in the mix yeah, yeah. and Inverness although they are 
struggling at the moment, a win for them would see them right back in the mix. So it's probably four or five clubs you can't discount at this moment in time, but I still think Dundee are best equipped based on what's on offer. Yep, and speaking of Partick Thistle and Inverness Caledonian Thistle, let's have a look at their game at Firhill, another one that you fancy for goals. Uh, I think Firhill sees more goals than any other ground in the country. Um, well, certainly in the Championship anyway. Games there are averaging 4.1 per game. Uh, and I think, yeah, Thistle still have the best home record in the Championship. So they welcome an Inverness side who are without a win in seven in the league. Um, but it's been for hell for thrills, Greg, so far this Well, season. you said it. You've taken my punchline away. Very Apologies. disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but it has been. Um, it has been for hell for thrills. The last eight games at Furhill have been over 2.5 goals. There's been five, three, four, six, four, three, three and five. Um, 35 goals scored in those eight matches at 4.3 a game. And for Thistle's point of view, 21 of those have been scored. 14 against, scoring lots of goals to still, getting a lot of their players back, Brian Graham's finding the net again, which is great for them, I think they've scored three goals now in their last three home games in all competitions, so again, they've got an opportunity to keep the pressure on Queen's Park, Dundee and Ayr, and Morton to be fair as well, they're still right up there, so another massive, massive game for both sides, as you see, Inverness really struggling, but I do think there'll be goals here. And I fully expect Thistle don't keep any clean sheets either. And it's similar to the uh, the Airview Dundee match, I reckon we'll see both teams score. And that bodes well for me for over 2.5 goals, which could have been a single, but mm-hmm. I'm going to make that part of a double. Okay. Before we get on to the second leg of that double, um, you fancy goals across the Championship on Friday night? Yeah, Skybet are possibly going to give us a, a pre-Christmas present in that they are offering us their Skybet total goal special. Mm-hmm. So it's a market I, I've dabbled in now for probably four or five seasons. Not so much recently, because the lines are usually set pretty high. Mm-hmm. But it's Christmas time after all. It's a full card. It's the 20th of the January, uh, December. It's a Friday night. I really do like the fixtures tomorrow night in the Championship. And we're getting 11 to 10 on 15 or more goals to be scored across the five matches. Yeah, and it's one of those nice bets you can just sit and count the goals. Just sit as they back, can. enjoy yeah. your mulled wine and watch the goals <laughs> rolling. Don't get me wrong, there's a couple of games you might question could be tight, but I are both our both home games tend to be quite tight affairs. However, they are playing a swashbuckling Queens Park side yeah. who, who are scoring goals. And the Rafi Morton game, I think, should deliver goals as well. So I think there's goals right across the card, including Cove Hamilton as well. Hamilton not keeping many clean sheets, Cove decent at home. So I just think it's got the making of a really entertaining night of football in the Championship. 15 goals or more, 11 to 10. And when you look back across the last five rounds of fixtures, there's been 11, 18, 15, 15 and 15. Yeah. So four of the last five rounds of fixtures have all delivered at least 15 goals. And another stat that I quite like to look of as well, of those 25 matches, 23 of them have delivered at least two goals. So yeah. only two of the 25 games have been less than one and a half goals. So yeah. on that note, I'm taking all five over 1.5 goals as well, at just a shade below 12 to 5. I was trying to... 
pick holes in where this one might fall down, but we've already spoke about that Airdon D game. It looks like there's going to have goals. Partick Thistle games can't stop, you know, seeing goals. I think also Cove Rangers, uh, despite being what eighth in the table, Cove have only scored three fewer goals than Dundee. Uh, who are sitting second in the table, so there could be goals there at Hamilton as well. Queen's Park's away games, albeit a Broth's home record isn't particularly goal-laden, uh, but Queen's Park away games are seeing three and a half goals per game. So, yeah, certainly a good argument to be hitting 15 on Friday night. Yeah, it's a bit I do like doing it. As I said before, I don't do that that often now, but certainly going to make tomorrow night uh, very interesting, especially with the, the Thistle-Inverness game and obviously the Airway Dundee nap. Yeah, so I just all hope, eyes on the championship. I just hope you're able to see 7:45 tomorrow night. To be honest, just after a day, after <laughs> a day's drinking. Uh, okay, so we've discussed that Partick Thistle v Inverness uh, over two and a half goals is one leg of a double, uh, and the other leg comes from League One. Yeah, again, League One been decent for goals this season. Obviously, it's been interrupted by um, frost, bad weather, all that sort of stuff. But I do like the look of Clyde's home match against Alloa. Um, two sides probably wishing they'd been doing a lot better this season. Clyde especially. Clyde had been on a horrible run this yeah. season. I think they've now shipped two or more goals in 13 of their last 14 games. So no, no surprise to see they've not won many of those games. Of any, I think they've won one of those games. But they, they are really struggling and they'll be glad Peter Head are in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a showdown between those two clubs to see who finishes bottom. Uh, but Clyde home games this season, six of their nine home games have been over 2.5 goals. Aloha, um, four of the last five games, over two and a half. And I just think it's a game which both sides, very good chance of getting the score sheet. And when you look at this head-to-head as well, albeit appreciate the head-to-head would have been at Broadwood, uh, Clyde currently playing, I think it's Stenhouse Muir, or is it Hamilton they're playing at, sorry, um, one of the two. For now, as their kind of temporary home, the last four home games where Clyde have been the home side have finished 4 2, 2 1, 2 1, and 4 2. So, definitely a history of goals in this match. I just think there's a very good chance a game will see both teams score, and I'm more than happy to take the over 2.5 goals double alongside Partick Thistle and Inverness, and that pays uh, 2.3 to 1. Yep, and that's worth you in a bit. That's for you yeah. Best price for you in a bet, but you can also get 2.3 to 1 uh, with Skybet or just yeah. below that. Yeah, so maybe worth shopping around just before kick-off. Yeah, I think that one looks pretty straightforward. It's the two, I was going to say two most entertaining teams. I don't know you could call Clyde entertaining, <laughs> um, but certainly in terms of goals, those these two teams see more goals than anyone else in their game. So, yeah, pretty straightforward. Over two and a half goals in that one. Uh, OK, we've got one more bet, and that's also from League One, and it's Falkirk. They're at home to Cooney South. I guess my only concern is Falkirk just can't seem to get any momentum going at the moment, Greg. I know it's kind of a very, very stop start for Falkirk at the moment. It's win, draw, lose, draw, win, lose. They can't really seem to put a run of results together. Mm-hmm. But they've still got a chance at the top of that end of that table. They're only, what, let's see, seven points behind the Fairmont. And we're only halfway through the season still. But despite their woes this season, they are sitting third still, and they are only seven points behind. I don't think they can afford any more slip-ups. Edinburgh City, to their credit, are still sitting second, mm-hmm. and I'm still expecting them to drop off at some point. Hasn't happened yet. Uh, we'll see what happens in January, February. But this is a must-win match for Thistle, for Frem Falkert, sorry. Must-win match. Queen of the South just departed with 
uh, Willie Gibson. So I think that's the ninth managerial casualty um, this season, I think, um, going by Pine Bovril stats today. So I was a bit reluctant to back against a team who have just sacked their manager. But I think with Falkirk at home, I've got a decent record against Queen of the South. And I just think there's two ways to look at this. You're getting even money on Falkirk to win, but you're also getting uh, even money on Falkirk to score two or more. And I'm more than happy to take uh, Falkirk team goals in this one. Yeah, to be fair, although Queen of the South have been a bit iffy, they've still been scoring, I think they've scored in the last four games in all competitions. So, again, a bit like we spoke about Rangers, Falkirk might have to score a couple um, to win this one. Yeah, I, I don't see Falkirk keeping a clean sheet here. Um, they've scored two or more goals, I think, now in seven of their last ten. Mm-hmm. And they've already beaten Queen of the South home and away 3-1. So that, that bodes well, the fact they've already beaten Queen of the South twice this season and very comprehensively. So, yeah, I just think Falkirk at home, must-win match for them against a side who've just sat their manager. More than happy to take Falkirk to score two goals at even money. And that's with Paddy Power. OK, good stuff. Um, anything in League 2 catching your eye? No, League Two is the, the tricky card this weekend in League Two. I just think there's we've got enough focus on on the Championship and League One, and there'll be some bets as well coming from the the Scottish Premiership across Friday and Saturday. Plus, as well, we've got Boxing Day Bonanza uh, coming up next week in in England, and I'm delighted to say we've also got a full card in Syria B. So Syria B is pretty much taken over from Norway in terms of the Norwegian season's finished. And we've just moved into Serie B quite nicely so far. Have we relocated David Weatherston to Italy yet? Not yet. I'm working on it, trying to get my transfer. But <laughs> nobody wants to buy him, so he'll just That's get to date with Norway. <laughs> That's a shame. But no, it's been a really good league to bet on. I think we've been backing Serie B now for quite a few seasons now. And it just comes at a good time to focus on a new league. And Serie B has been really good for us so far, especially on the corner markets. Yeah, yeah, we'll continue to try and mine that particular market as long as it keeps winning for us. Um, okay, um, let's have a wee recap then of your bets this weekend. So just in terms of the Scottish Premiership, I'll have something shared in the channel uh, probably tomorrow on the, the full card in the Scottish Premiership across Friday and Saturday. But in terms of tomorrow night, I've got ARV Dundee, and that's the Scottish NAP, over 2.5 goals at 17-20. to 20. And I've also got uh, an over 2.5 goals double so Partick Thistle and Inverness and Clyde at home to Alloa. That over 2.5 goals double pays just below 12 to 5. And finally, I've got a bet from Falkirk at home to Queen of the South. Falkirk to score two or more goals at even money with Paddy Power. And last but not least, we've got the Skybet specials. So we have 15 or more goals to be scored across the five championship games at 11 to 10 and I'm also taking all five championship games over 1.5 goals at 20, uh, 2.3 to 1 yeah just a wee reminder and that's uh, where we will we'll. yeah okay and um, just a wee reminder for anyone who's actually listened to this on Friday the games will be tonight they are Friday night matches in the championship the majority of games this weekend are being played on Friday with a handful on Saturday um Okay, don't forget you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg. And if you're not already a member of Greg's private channel, then just check out his feed for all the details on how to subscribe. And that's us for this week. We shall be back next week. In the meantime, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. Good luck. Bye.